Hey, I have a question for you. What if you could be your own publicist? This is not a trick question. Seriously, what if you had the tools and knowledge to get your brand in the public and get noticed without spending money on a professional publicist? My friend and guest, KJ Blattenbauer, is here to unload her 25 years of experience helping entrepreneurs and influencers get more attention and learn how to do their own PR. Her expertise has been featured on PR Daily, The Today Show, USA Today, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and more. KJ's new book, How to Be a Media Darling, is now available on Amazon. This is episode 33, How to Get More Brand Attention with Your Own PR. Hey there, Mom Boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine-tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy. You can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. All right, ladies, welcome back. And today I have a stellar episode for you, but I don't want it to scare you. This is a topic that has scared me in the past, but I am no longer scared. I am empowered and I have my guest here today. Welcome, KJ. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And KJ, before we jump into our topic today of PR, Public relations, it's just such a big, scary word. Before we dive into PR, please tell our listeners who you are and a little bit about your business. Sure. So my name is KJ Blattenbauer. I am a publicist, which is a fancy word for public relations professional. I've been doing PR in some capacity, agency, on my own, corporate America for about 25 years. And I've handled literally every industry under the sun. But for the last eight, I have spent my focus helping entrepreneurs and influencers and people with side hustles learn how to be their own publicist because PR shouldn't be scary. It should be your BFF. And it's a free and fabulous way to get the name out there for yourself, your brand, your products, or whatever cause you want to pursue and get out in the public. And I love what you do because you really do break down that wall of public relations. So... Before we dive in, I just want to share with our listeners how I felt about PR because I would say easily like six months ago, it intimidated me because to me, I thought PR was, oh, I have to be interviewed in newspapers or I have to be on TV. Oh gosh, I can't do that. There's no way. So before we dive into the all like the tips and the how to's, can you just break down what is PR? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to break it down a couple of ways because I think your audience is going to understand this best. You know how your kids want something for dinner and you don't want to make it. You want them to eat their vegetables and you kind of give them, you don't lie to them, but you persuade them like you don't need mac and cheese tonight. This is really, 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 really good. Or you're like, oh, you don't want to eat this fancy tortellini I made? Well, then you can have a peanut butter sandwich. And so you persuade them and make the tortellini sound amazing because who wants a regular peanut butter sandwich? That's PR. It's basically the art of convincing your audience 
the, outside of your normal circle of influence or network to promote your idea, purchase your product, support your position, or recognize your expertise. And so it can be a variety of tactics like press releases, media pitches, guest blog posts, being on podcasts like this one, or working with interviewers or working with influencers. Um, but you're really just persuading people and telling them, hey, this is the best way to do so. And I like the word That's- persuade. That's like the perfect word. So who is PR for? If someone's listening, go, well, how do I know it's for me? PR, it's weird because it really is for almost anybody. Entrepreneurs can use it. Small business owners can use it. Influencers can use it. People with side hustles who want to make their side hustle grow so it's a full-time hustle can use it. And even if you work for a corporation, you can use it internally. Like when way before review time comes around, you can start using PR tactics for yourself to help show your boss that you're amazing and here's why you should get a bonus or here's why you should always be top of mind for that big promotion or the next big fun project. So really, you can be using PR all the time. Um, I sometimes will trick my husband and start using PR. And I don't want to say trick because that's the weird thing. But I can definitely work real hard to persuade my husband using my PR tactics to get whatever I want from puppy to shopping spree. It really it really runs the gamut, this PR. Oh, I like that. So I should take PR beyond my business and put it into my personal life. <laughs> right, right. You're just, you're just convincing an audience to think your way. So why do we need it as mompreneurs? Because that's mainly who's listening. So why is PR important for mompreneurs? It's important for mompreneurs because it's one of the best ways to build your brand. It's 98% free to do, which who doesn't want to do, you know, take advantage of all the free you can. And then it helps get the word out about your business. Because at the end of the day, you could listen to... 500 TV commercials, you could read and see a gazillion ads, but you're going to turn to the mom next to you and be like, what do you really use when your kid's teething? What do you really do when you want to grow your email list? And you're going to use that word of mouth experience from a person you trust. It's been, and that's where it's going to guide you. That's what PR is. It's third party validation from a source or expert that you trust. So, you know, that's why, that's why you need it. Because if you're not tuning your and you're not promoting yourself with PR, no one else is going to do it for you. And if you're doing something and you're super proud of it, plus you can help others by sharing your message, it would be selfish not to let everyone on earth know what you're doing. And that's why everyone needs PR. So let's dive into like the meat of it because we understand what PR is. It's, it's basically just like you said, persuading, but getting your message out there to the masses Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's people out there that need what you you know provide or what you do. So, what are the tips really? To I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that are thinking, okay, how do I get started? Like, how, where do I start? Like, I, it's a big process, but let's break it down. Let's get to the meat of it. And what tips do you have to get started with PR? Well, I think first you, the first thing you want to do before you do any sort of PR or publicity campaign or even a simple task like sending out a pitch is that you want to set some goals. Like you want to ask yourself, why am I investing time or money in doing this? You know, what do I want to get out of this? And I think once you know that answer, you can better direct your PR efforts and where you're going to spend your time. Like you wouldn't put together a plan for remodeling your kitchen without knowing the desired results, right? You don't just right. wing something like that. And the same thing holds true for PR. So you don't put together a plan without knowing the desired results because you don't want to confuse your desired results with like a bunch of strategies or chasing shiny objects. You want to get from point A to success 
quickest way as possible. So for example, like getting articles about your brand in the media, that's not a goal of a PR effort. It's part of an overall strategy. But the goal rather is that you want to increase the number of email addresses that you collect on your website, or you want to create a more positive public sentiment or awareness about your brand. And yes, getting articles in the media is going to help you get there, but it's not the goal. So like a PR goal should be to promote goodwill, for instance, or to raise awareness about what you're doing, or to change attitudes if maybe you haven't had like the greatest run of things or had a few negative Yelp reviews, things like that. It also can be informing or educating. Like what you do every day on your social feeds where you you say, hey, it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be a struggle. You can make things easier. You're informing and educating your audience. You're doing PR whether you know it or not because you're helping inform and educating them to direct them toward a result they want to feel, a way that you can help them. You're showing them a solution without them maybe even knowing that there's... And so I think starting with a goal is a great way to get... To great to be clear on your goal is the best way to get started with PR. I think um, another way to really look at it is to just figure out like your, your brand words, right? Mm-hmm. You want to know... You, you want to have a really good understanding of the ways that people feel or think or talk about your brand. You want to have um, a better understanding of the way people are going to speak, the way they're going to talk about things. Just when people interact with your brand, how do you want them to feel, right? You want them to feel happy. You want them to feel sad. You want them to just have a reflection of your business in the positive light, right? Like if I have my dress company, I want people to be like, oh, itchy, scratchy old lady. That's, those are not the brand words I want them to think of. No, I want, I want it to be comfortable, glamorous, cheerful. And when someone visits my website or my social media or reads my blog, I want them to feel like they're having a conversation with me, that they're not like simply reading words on the screen, right? I want to know the right way to speak to them. And that's why you need to pick brand words, right? You need to choose brand words that are going to help you attract the right audience. Like more than anything, it's important to understand, you know, who you're going to be attracting. Like people are visiting your social feeds for a reason. People are visiting your website for a reason. People are interested in your services for a reason. You need to know what that reason is, you know? So you got to ask yourself, like, what do they want that you can provide? You know, if you're a hairstylist, are they trying to style their hair a certain way? Can I provide a tutorial? Are they searching for like a low carb recipe and I can give them a tasty option? Are they struggling with how to keep their plants alive and I know the solution? Ask yourself why people are coming to you and visiting your platforms and then list out the reason. And that's going to kind of help you identify some words. It's also important to understand like how your audience feels just before they come to your site or your social media or look into your service. You know, if you are teaching kids not to bite other kids, maybe the parent's frustrated. Maybe they're exasperated. Maybe they're embarrassed because their kid is a kid biting other kids in kindergarten. But like every kid does it, I think. I don't know. Maybe my mom <laughs> just told me that. <laughs> you know, these are real feelings. And it, you need to get real and just tap into the emotional state of the people coming for you for expertise stuff and write all your captions and your content and find brand words that pertain to those needs and struggles. Like if someone's gained weight, they're probably embarrassed. They're probably sad and they're maybe overwhelmed by all the choices that are out there. So you need to tap into that. You need to speak their language. You need to say dumb it down because it seems so insulting, but you really need to simplify and get clear on how you're describing yourself. And you can do that with like three or four brand words. And you know, once you get those three or four brand words, then you need to flesh those out into key messages. So you have your three or four words, whatever they are, and you can flesh those into key messages. And those bring your brand words 
all your marketing collateral together in like three or four succinct sentences. So for every podcast interview I do, for every article, for every, maybe every social media post, definitely every blog post, I have three or four key messages that I want to make sure I work into every single one of them. And that's just the, the main takeaways that I want everyone who comes in contact with my brand to understand. You know, um, if you're going to create, here are some steps that you should definitely, your listeners should definitely think about, right? They should ask yourselves, is my key message believable? Is it supported by evidence? Is it easy to understand? Is it concise? Is it professional? Is it positive? And does it have a purpose? I also think it should be simple. Like your key messages should be short and specific. So, you know, your most important thoughts that you want to portray and you want to write down and you want people to be able to say back to you, that's a key message. And then you should target your messages, right? Like whoever your target, I wouldn't talk, talk to mompreneurs. You're not going to have your key messages only focused on dads. You're Mm -hmm. not going to have your key messages focused for your audience on 20 somethings who just graduated from college who are not mompreneurs or people who never want to be entrepreneurs in general. So you want to target your messages to your target audience, and then you're going to want to control their communication. You know, um, what, what I say might not always be interpreted the right way or heard the way that I want it to be by you. So you have to be sensitive that when you're influencing people and their perceptions, you're developing clear and concise and truthful communication where there's no leeway on the interpretation because the worst thing that you can do is put a bunch of stuff out there that you think you're saying the right thing and it is not what your audience is hearing um the last one is just to review and refresh it your key messages now aren't going to be your key messages nine months from now definitely not a year from now when you look back on things so you just keep those fluid and fresh and everything changes so make sure that you just check in and keep your key messages but if you follow those five steps your key messages are going to be out of the ballpark. And they don't have to be these amazing, wonderful key message things. It can simply be like, my key messages I went through when we talked about it, right? I'm a publicist. I've been doing this for nearly 25 years. Here's who I help. And then if I feel I have time, I want to throw it in there. I've been featured on a variety of outlets like XYZ, USA Today, and you just name drop some. And those are key messages. They're nothing crazy or complex, but it's what you do, who you're helping, and then maybe a little fluff on the end. I love that. That is pure gold. And you just gave a lot of meat to our topic. So can you real quick just restate your five tips? My five tips. Yeah, again, I just did a lot of talking. Okay. <laughs> My five tips are going to be ask yourself questions about your key messages. Positive, purposeful, make sense. Keep them simple is number two. Make sure you target your messages is number three. Control your communication so it's being properly interpreted is number four. And then reviewing and refreshing is number five. I love number five because I feel like I'm kind of in that stage right now because I actually worked with KJ last summer on keywords and brand messages. But now that I've really have gotten into podcasting and it's exploded for me, I feel like my brand message is shifting a bit and I need to incorporate more of the podcasting part of the business within my brand messaging because it's really how I deliver my content now. So I like that fifth point because it's it's true. They're never... like Once you come up with those brand words in your key messages, they don't stay the same for like the life of your business. They're 
always evolving because your business is evolving. Would you agree? Yes, I would totally agree. And it's not supposed to be, if you can sit down and burn off your key messages in 30 minutes, I want to hire you to work for me because I've been doing this for 25 years and there's so many things you want to talk about. And there's so many things you're proud about. I need to redo my key messages and later today, it's going to take me an hour or two. I'm going to have to sit and I'm going to have to spend some time doing it, even though I know what I'm doing because I do a lot of things. And to narrow it down, we all do a lot of things, but to narrow it down into four, you have to be really clear on what the four things you are that you want to promote, that you want to work into everything. And so don't get discouraged. You can't immediately do this. It's not it's not like quick writing a caption and posting on something on social media, right? It's not going to give you the instant gratification, but once it's done, this is an exercise that's going to help you for months, if not years, propel things forward. And yeah, you're going to have to revisit them, but think of who you were a year, a year previous and who you are now. A lot can change in a year. So okay, it's only, absolutely. it's like cleaning out your closet. You yeah, know, yeah. you gain weight, you lose weight. Things look good. Things don't look good. You keep the stuff that looks good. That's your key messages. That's awesome. So I feel, KJ, that we just scratched on the surface of PR. I want you to shamelessly plug your book that you just recently released. And I'm going to tell my audience, I bought the book when KJ announced that she released it because I worked with KJ last year and she opened my eyes to PR and helped me fine tune my message, my brand message, but I'm ready to take my brand to the next level. But when you're stuck in that zone of how do I continue to grow my brand? How do I get it, get it out there? How do I get it in the media? Where do I start with the media? Which media part you know, is right for me? how to make sure that my targeted audience is in that media. Like it's, you know, it's a mountain to climb and it can be intimidating, but I got my hands on your book titled how to be a media darling. And let me tell you, this book is pure gold. I think everybody who is building a business on social media needs to have their hands on this book. So KJ, break down this book for us. Tell us what's in it. And what made you write it? You know, I think other illustration made me write the book. I could talk about PR all day and I get really excited and then I talk really fast and I, like people ask me a PR question and we'll be somewhere and my husband will literally put his hand on my arm because he says he sees me light up and I just start talking and it's like the dam has opened and I've overwhelmed the person sitting across from us <laughs> and I can't help myself because it really so easy. And public relations professionals like myself have gone out of our way for years to put so much out there that's all this theory and this fluff that doesn't make sense to you or I. You can't easily incorporate it. And they do that because they want to charge you $3,500 or more a month to promote your stuff. And the reality is you can do it for free yourself. And so How to Be a Media Darling is a book that I wrote because it's a practical guide that shows you step-by-step the 12 or 13 things that you can be doing to move your brand forward. You can be your own publicist. You can get media coverage. You don't even have to do all 12 or 13 of the things. You can do baby steps. It can take you years to get from one to 13. It doesn't matter. There's simple tweaks and easy changes to things you're probably already doing as a mompreneur that's going to help you get 
the attention that your brand deserves, that your business deserves, that all of your effort and hard work away from your family deserves. And it really takes the mystery out of public relations. So it shows you how to lay out a strategic plan. One of my favorite chapters outside of the keywords and the brand messages that I think are so important is I walk you through step-by-step in the book, how to lay out a content calendar. And you can plan your content out for a whole year. And it shows you how to forecast stuff. Because I think when we have a plan, meal plan or a plan for raising our kids or just getting our kids to and from school for one day, those all feel like victories, right? Can you imagine entrepreneur, if you had your whole next six months or 12 months planned out for what you're going to be posting and when, what you're going to be promoting and when, what you're going to be talking about, it would free up so much mental anguish and anxiety and stress and time for you. And so I walk you step through step by that in the book. But I also talk to you about how to get the media to come to you and what you need to pitch. There's pitch templates and examples in the back of the book that I'm really proud of. And I talk to you about follow-up and the truth about if you're going to wait, how the media really works, how to find a media list. So many tidbits, I guess I could go on and on. But it's all in the book and it's available on Amazon. And it's perfect for entrepreneurs, small business owners, influencers, and anyone who has a side hustle but wants to take that side hustle up a notch. And I think I just... um your bonus chapter on the media pitch templates is pure gold because that is so intimidating to think, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in my email and I'm going to email the media, like certain, you know, publications and whatnot. What on earth do I say? And you break it down paragraph by paragraph, what needs to be in it, how you talk about it. I love those templates. And I mean, honestly, that could have been your book right there and it would have sold. Like, Because <laughs> I think people get caught up into they know why, but it's the how. And I think that's what this book does. It is honestly a step-by-step guide on how to get that media coverage that your audience is craving. Because there are people out there that need to know what you're doing. And this book really lays it out how to do it in very small tangible bite-sized bits and it's broken up so easily. I breeze through the book. I was showing KJ before we started the interview. I'm like, look at all my highlights. Look at all my sticky notes. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly pure gold. So I will make sure that the book is in the show notes, a link to Amazon to get this book. But KJ just told me that she actually has a book that she would like to give away for free to our listeners, which is so amazing. That's so wonderful, KJ. So I think this is what we're going to do. If you would like a chance to get the book for free, all you need to do is screenshot this episode that you're listening to. Screenshot it if you're on your you know, iTunes or Spotify or whatever, however you listen to it, screenshot it. Put it up into either your Instagram stories and tag either myself or KJ, or you can um, either DM either one of us through Instagram. I think that's like the easiest way that we're going to do this. And then um, did you want to have like a certain date that you'll draw a winner? Ooh, what sounds like a good date? Uh, oh gosh. I would say maybe the end of March. Yeah, let's just do the last day of March. So, all right, so we're going to do the end of March. I love how we're just planning this on the fly during the interview. Like that—that's just how it works. (laughs) Why not? Right? Why not? Hey, we're improvising. We are. I like the flexibility. 
Yep. That, that's how we rock. So for our listeners, where can they find you on Instagram? Because that's where I want everyone to connect with you because that's how we connected. And I feel that I learned so much from you and you give so much value. So where can they find you on Instagram? Oh, you're the sweetest. I'm on Instagram all the time and it's KJ Blattenbauer. So KJ, B-L-A-T-T-E-N-B-A-U-E-R. Um, you can also find me at kjblattenbauer.com, but Instagram is kind of my jam. So I like to put everyone there. <laughs> and I will make sure I put that in the show notes. And thank you so much for talking about PR. I think you do an amazing job at just breaking down that wall. And I think you make PR attainable for anyone that's in business. And I really appreciate the value that you give to anybody out there. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm glad it's been helpful. I'm glad you're loving the book. I hope that your listeners get some PR tidbits from this episode. If they have any questions, obviously they can hit you up or me up and I'm happy to answer any at any time. Oh, thanks KJ for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes or grab some freebies over at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.